I would say what I'm really excited for is just the diversity in teams that have come together and what they're able to accomplish in 24 hours. It's really quite astounding when you see basically just all of these ideas up on a wall and then you actually see it conceptualized into a business model in terms of a target market audience, in terms of how they would actually generate revenues. Startupville, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm your producer, Ariel Delorier, and today we have a special episode with our host, Mike Wolsfeld. Join us in the Startupville Thunderdome at Cultivator HQ for 24-hour startup in Regina, Saskatchewan. 24-hour startup brings together the best and brightest entrepreneurs, developers, lead designers, and makers from across Saskatchewan, Canada to pitch ideas, form teams, and build a minimum viable product all in 24 hours. We were lucky enough to be invited to capture live interviews with celebrity pitch judges, mentors, past and present participants during the tail end of the 24 hours, right before the finale heading into Cultivator's fourth birthday bash. Get comfy as we navigate our experience through the event in this episode. First up, we're starting with the 24-hour startup coordinator herself, Rejami True from Cultivator. She joins us to go over everything you need to know about 24-hour startup, past winning ideas, and what to expect as we chat with our fantastic guests on today's episode. Welcome to Startupville. This episode is brought to you by Cultivator and Innovation Saskatchewan. All right, we are live here with Bree Dimitru from Cultivator at 24 Hour Startup. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So I'm sure many of our listeners are already very familiar, but for some that aren't, tell us a little bit about what Cultivator is and what, what the role you play in the Saskatchewan tech ecosystem. Amazing. So Cultivator is the tech incubator here in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, it's powered by Connexus Credit Union. And we are here to support any of the tech startups that are in our community. So we help them with resources, mentorship, uh, anything to get them up off the ground. My role here as a community coordinator is really getting in touch with any of the connections we have in Regina, in Saskatchewan. We've also um, gone national now too. We have three programs here the start grow and scale and then just recently this year we launched the egg tech accelerator so um, we're working really closely with post-secondaries and um, any of our other partnerships within uh, the Saskatchewan province so it's amazing that's yeah. great so one of those great resources that you provide especially to the early early idea stage startups is this 24-hour startup that we're at here today so tell me more about what is the 24-hour startup and why is it important to Cultivator? Yeah, so the 24-hour startup was actually one of the first events that Cultivator uh, planned before it actually, you know, was established here in Regina. So um, I think it's really become synonymous with uh, Cultivator in general. So we use it as a way to celebrate our birthday every year. So it's used as an anniversary celebration. Uh, we get the whole tech ecosystem together to, you know, help mentor, help guide some of the newcomers to the competition all throughout it. So um, it's been interesting to see how the competition has really developed in the last four years and how we've been able to really expand through the competition into some different areas. We have the 24-hour startup egg tech now that we also host at Canada's Farm Show. So it's kind of gone in different directions now, but we're really excited to have just the generic 24-hour startup um, every year at our birthday because it's just a great way to see what's new and upcoming in tech. It's a great way to see um, who's entering into the ecosystem. So we have oftentimes lots of new 
students or people that are looking to maybe dip their toes into tech haven't really had that experience before. Um, so you can really gain all the experience in, like I say, the 24 hours. We have participants that represent three different areas. So we have um, marketing and design. We also have tech and developing. And then we have our entrepreneurial minds. So everyone comes together on the Friday and we form teams around some of the different ideas that um, the participants come with. We narrow everything down and the teams are formed around which idea they really want to work on and then they develop a minimal viable product within 24 hours and I don't think they get very much sleep in that time. They're working really hard throughout the night, uh, grinding away and trying to, you know, work out any of the kinks that they have um, within their product, you know, because they're wanting to actually present something that's working. And so that means um, like maybe it's an app or a website, some sort of software that they can actually present um, after the 24 hours is over. So um, on the Saturday here, we run two areas that really break down the pitching so we have pitch scrubbers come in and they refine the entire presentation um, for all the participants and then we have our technical judges that really work with all the developers and um, test everything see how it's running and then the teams are scored technically and after the pitch scrubbers go back to their teams they kind of refine that whole presentation and then now we're just about to wrap everything up here like in half an hour um, those pitch decks are going to be due and the teams will be pitching them on the main stage in front of our three wonderful judges that we have amazing building a startup in 24 hours it's very, pretty crazy yeah. yeah that's great so uh you've been running this tradition of 24-hour startup for a few years now um there's got to be dozens of different ideas that have come out of this over the years what are some kind of highlights from years past that that you can tell me about it's amazing to look back because I've only been with Cultivator one year, but some of the companies that I've gotten to know actually had people that participated in that first year that 24-Hour Startup was ran. I think back to someone like Christy Ehrman, the founder of Hion, you know, that's all where things started for her was at a 24-Hour Startup. So um, now with just being with Cultivator one year, this is my third 24-Hour Startup already, and um, I've seen companies come through that have entered our start program and have done really successful. So we've had everything from a local boost, which was software that would connect people that needed, you know, a boost of their car in the winter time, and uh, they would have somebody come and help them out. Um, then we also had someone like Hannah Tate, who did really successfully with her group with Produce as well. So it's amazing to see how um, all of these different areas, industries, you know, through an industry agnostic competition um, are really reflective of our province though too solving some of the problems that we really have here so it's mm -hmm. a, it's been really cool to see yeah i love to see that and really cool to see too some of these founders you know you work on this for the 24 hours and it doesn't stop there right some of these companies mm -hmm. and some of the founders maybe working on different ideas are still part of the ecosystem still engaged with cultivator oh for sure so we're really lucky to have connexus credit union um they put up all of the cash prizes for us so um first place walks away with four thousand dollars um, second place is $2,000 and then we have a people's choice winner with $1,000 and from what I've heard actually a lot of times those companies um, that have 
have taken home that cash prize have actually invested it back into some of the resources that they've, um, you know, taken away from 24-hour startup to really build more of their product. That's great. Great. Or extending that early stage runway. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they yeah. can. Yes. <laughs> so you said uh, you do this every year at at uh, Cultivator's birthday mm-hmm. and you got your big birthday bash celebration later tonight. Yes. Um, can you give me any teasers of anything that you have? Oh, gosh. Well, there's a lot to celebrate in this past year. I think back to a year ago where we were running this competition virtually. Our year looked a lot differently, I think. At the start of 2022, we weren't really sure, you know, what was in store for our startups. We were all masked and working from home a lot of times, too. I think there was a lot of uncertainty at that time. But, you know, it's nice to be a year later actually being able to host here at our HQ for the first time in this beautiful beautiful new building, the first birthday here. So, um, you know, this was a dream for Conexus for a long time to have Cultivator here in the city of Regina, to obviously be in this beautiful headquarters and to now be able to celebrate with this fancy stage and have um, a lot of important people here surrounding us that have had such an impact on Cultivator is really special. We're really looking forward to tonight. We're rolling out, we've got a black carpet tonight. So um, there'll be uh, some bubbly, as you walk in and um, we're really looking forward to you know obviously celebrating with all of these new ideas that are coming out of 24-hour startup but having the opportunity to also reflect on um, what we've built in the past year and the success of our founders because there's been some major milestones that we're excited to announce tonight that's great well i'm excited to celebrate it with you can't wait yes. and thanks for joining us on the show yeah we can't wait to toast later so awesome. thank you so much <laughs> thank you Joining us next is Danielle Gifford, who made the trip from Calgary, Alberta, to be here today. She's the executive director at Movement 51. Built by experienced agile investors, venture capitalists, and academics, Movement 51 has handcrafted programs with experienced professionals and educators to create accessible, equitable education for women and gender diverse individuals. All right, we are live here at the 24-hour startup at Cultivator HQ with Danielle Gifford from the Movement 51. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So tell me about the Movement 51. Give me the quick elevator pitch on what you guys do. Yeah, Movement 51 is really an education platform that was founded for women and gender diverse individuals um, that are looking to build their financial acumen when it either comes to early stage investing uh, or fundraising. So it's all about investment readiness and building that confidence to either invest or raise capital. Awesome. So what, what kind of spurred this on? What kind of brought this to come to be? Yeah, so Movement 51 was originally founded by Shelley Kuypers, Judy Fairburn, and Alice Reimer. Uh, and so they had founded the 51, which is a venture capital firm that focuses on investing in women-led startups. But it was really founded to kind of break down those barriers uh, when it comes to accessing capital, um, both if you are fundraising or if you're an investor. So our funds that we have currently, if you're an accredited investor, you can invest. And so we have about 180 women uh, and gender diverse people from across Canada and the US, which is fantastic. And I believe we've deployed about 29 investments to date. And so what they realized when they were starting the 51 is a lot of you know people were really interested in investing, but didn't actually have the 
background or the knowledge or that capacity in terms of the financial acumen um, to think about investing in an asset class like startups. Because we know public markets, we know what's going on in stocks and bonds. And so really kind of the 51 was founded to kind of break down these barriers. Um, and then they're like, we could really use an area or f uh, an education platform to kind of enable women and gender diverse people um, to either start their investing journey or to think about how they want to raise capital. That's amazing. Yeah. So talking about breaking down barriers, what, what would you say are kind of the biggest barriers facing women, either on the startup side, raising capital or on the investment side? Yeah. So if we're thinking about with women that are looking to raise capital, I would say that there's there's quite a few barriers and biases. Um, and so if you're either looking to raise capital, sometimes it might come down to the market and investors not having an understanding of the market and like the size. And so I think Nix is a really great example. Uh, I know that the co-founder when she was raising was told that it was a niche market, uh, wasn't going to get a lot of traction. And then she just sold her share in her company for about $500 million. Um, and then it's the same thing when it comes to investing, oftentimes, and this was what Shelly, Judy, and Alice felt, um, they were the only woman that was in the room when it came to investing, either as an angel or a venture capitalist. And so just really having that perspective in the room, talking about the different opportunities um, for that particular business model or for that particular founder. Awesome. So you're here at the 24-hour startup at Cultivator. Um, what brought you down here and what really excites you about what you've seen here so far? Yeah, so actually it was connecting with Hannah because she took our financial feminism investing lab um, and she was mentioning all of the great things that were happening here in Regina and what was happening across the province. I'd previously also been at the Creative Destruction Lab, so I knew all of the innovation and technology that was happening here. And so I thought it would be a great opportunity to not only kind of connect within the community, but then also see what was going on from all the different ecosystem players and the innovation in the space. Amazing. So we're recording this podcast live on location, but the yeah. episode's going to come out a little bit after tonight. So without giving too much away, what are you really excited about tonight for the judging? What are some of the companies that you've seen so far, or the startups today that really excite you? Yeah, so without giving too much away, I would say what I'm really excited for is just the diversity in teams that have come together and what they're able to accomplish in 24 hours. It's really quite astounding when you see basically just all of these ideas up on a wall and then you actually see it conceptualized into a business model in terms of a target market audience, in terms of how they would actually generate revenues. And so very excited for that. And then also really excited to meet everyone tonight. I feel like I've done the Zoom thing for quite a few years. So it'll be nice to kind of see some people in person and really kind of connect. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to get people together again. We've got the Cultivator Birthday Bash coming up tonight. We're all going to have a good time at that. So yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Next up, we chat with Dana Abdullah joining us all the way from Toronto, Ontario, representing Bell Ventures. Driving innovation and Canadian entrepreneurship, Bell Ventures supports those developing innovative technology solutions that make the most of our 5G and fiber networks. We chat with Dana about their goals since launching in the fall of 2022, what her thoughts are on the SaaS tech scene and the tech ecosystem here during her first ever visit to Regina, Saskatchewan. All right, we are live here with Dana Abdullah from Bell Ventures, a 24-hour startup at Cultivator HQ. Welcome to the show, Dana. Thanks for having me here. Awesome. It's great to have you here. So Bell Ventures, tell me a little bit, give me the elevator pitch about what you do. 
So we uh, launched, we officially launched at October 25th in 2022. We're Bell Canada's corporate venture capital initiative and really our mandate is to drive Canadian innovation, support entrepreneurs with their strategy and delivering what they're looking to do. That's awesome. So launching a venture capital fund in 2022. 2022 is a weird year for venture capital. The market's changed a lot. So tell me a bit about what it's like Bell Ventures putting together this venture capital fund and setting up your thesis in kind of like a new market where a lot of existing venture capital have had to kind of go back to the drawing board, strategize a little bit. What are we, how are we going to tackle this? You're starting for score one. Tell me a little bit about that setting up that process. So we officially launched in October last year, but we've been looking at it for a bit longer than that. And really, we've been in it for quite some time. The difference, I'd say, is we're coming in more from a strategic perspective. And we just thought that, you know, Bell Canada, we have a ton of assets, Canada's largest network, and we have a lot of partners that we figured, you know, we have all these assets, let's put it to work and let's start investing in innovation. Awesome. Yeah. So we've got a bunch of early, early, early stage startups on site today, idea stage startups at 24 hour startup. Um, What would you say for a company looking to raise that first pre-seed raise, they're looking at venture capital, how should they be setting themselves up for success and what should be, they be thinking about at the early stage here? I would say at the early stage, really make sure they have honed in on their business model. What is it really that they're delivering, especially because they're probably not having the revenues and the profitability that later stage companies would have. So really going in, showing that there's a business model, there's a future strategy and a North Star that the founders are working towards and really um, clear on what they need to get there. And of course, when you're at that stage, there's still a lot of unknowns and you're still working through it, but just being grounded in what your objective is really helps. Right, right. And so uh, I guess when they're kind of going through their, their sort of problem definition, understanding that objective, um, How would you say, you know, it's easy in that idea stage to come up with a million solutions without a problem. How would you say or give advice to them on how uh, to focus in on really solving an industry need or an industry problem? I'd say do quite a bit of research. Look at what's being already done, what's not done, what are some of the challenges and really, what are your capabilities? What are what are you willing to invest? Because you're also limited by what you have. And then once you have a bit of an idea of where you're looking to go just talk to people talk to partners so if there's a specific area in tech talk to a group that works in that or something that needs heavy networking as an example talk to someone at bell ventures and just pick their brain awesome and this is the perfect opportunity to do that too at at an event like this we're all in person we've got people like you here tell me about Uh, What excites you most about being here today and and the event and what's going on in the later evening? Well, I'd have to say it's my first time in Regina and Saskatchewan all together. So I'd say it's been quite an experience and it's been great just to talk to founders and all the different ideas they bring to the table and they're working towards it. They're working hard. I saw them at the desks and, you know, just working away. And I'd say that is it's very nice to be a part of it and just 
uh, support that ecosystem. Amazing. So first time in Regina, first time in Saskatchewan, yeah. based in Toronto. Um, what can you say about the small prairie ecosystem, the Saskatchewan tech ecosystem? Uh, we're a small region, but we're we're building globally competitive companies here. What would you say is is a way that companies can kind of set themselves up um, for success, uh, building not just a small little prairie company, but a company that competes with the best of, of the Toronto ecosystem and even the Silicon Valley ecosystem? I would say don't go too far. Just come here to Cultivator. <laughs> They've got an awesome setup. The team is great and they're well connected. So for as an example, they want to reach out to Bell Ventures. They've got the Cultivator team here that could just pick up the phone and call us right up. Perfect. Sounds yeah. great. Come right to Cultivator. We're here. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, we're about to sit down with one of the past participants of two 24-hour startup events, Hannah Tate. We find out why she can't stop coming back to these challenges, how she's grown personally and professionally by participating, and what she's doing back and most excited for during her third event tonight. All right, we are live here at 24 Hour Startup with Hannah Tate. And so Hannah, this is not your first rodeo. Uh, tell me, what's your experience with uh, 24 Hour Startup? Of course, so I've done two. The first one, I had the best idea, but it just turns out that the judges didn't think so. So um, I ended up losing the first one and I stopped and I thought and I was like, okay, I know where I could do better. So then last June when the 24 hour egg tech startup competition happened, I was like, I learned my lesson. I'm going to go round two. And it's really daunting after that first experience where it was, I guess, technically a failure and I was like how do I come back from that and so getting that second shot um, at uh, the egg tech startup was really exciting and so I learned my lesson well and we ended up winning that one which was really exciting and That's so awesome. now I am helping out as a maven for this time mm -hmm. and I am so amazed by all the participants and I'm very glad it's not me this time. <laughs> <laughs> So, so tell me a little bit more. I'd love to dive in on, on, on that second idea. I'd love to hear more about what that second idea was. And then also, what lessons did you learn from the first time around that you took into that second summit that really helped you win on that pitch? Of course. Um, so it was a little bit tricky. So I had had two really good ideas that I was kind of debating. And one was more of... It had more of my heart in it. So I ended up going with my heart idea, but the biggest lesson that I learned from that first 24 hour startup was you need to prove financial viability. And so I was like, I need to do something I'm passionate about and something that my team is passionate about because that's gonna make the difference. And so I was like, passion and money. And so then uh, we ended up pitching an idea about a two-sided marketplace that would connect urban producers and urban consumers. So it would be an exchange of locally grown produce and it's was, really inspired by my experiences working on food insecurity and a couple of the other roles that I've had and just how food insecurity is not being addressed by root issues and root causes and it's such a complex issue so a lot of people thought it would be too complex for a 24-hour startup and um, so we had to simplify it and think about the real problem and so um, we ended up pitching and I remember being asked, what's your competitive advantage? 
And I, I thought, and I was like, hmm, what is it? And it was our passion in this situation. So I just started talking about how well I knew um, the communities that are experiencing food insecurity because I know people and I think that is a huge advantage in this startup space. That's awesome. Yeah. No, the, the best startups that I know always come from founders who have a deep understanding of the problem and know it very well, but also have that passion to, to get out there and solve that. So that's awesome. Um, so, so you've gone from being a participant a couple times at 24 hour startup. Now you're back here this year uh, in more of a mentorship role. So tell me what that experience is like and, and, and tell me about some of the things that you've seen today. Of course. So um, it's been really amazing coming back as a mentor after going through that, because I think that we can help more future founders by passing on some of our lessons learned. So I had a extreme honor last night of helping out a couple of the teams. And so I was very serious and I said, you need to get that money and that you need to show judges and you need to be passionate about your idea. And so being a mentor is just a really special opportunity and something that I've been seeing a lot more of, and this is really exciting, um, is the amount of diversity. We have people from all across Saskatchewan, all around the world, all genders, all nationalities. And so when we get all of these um, people together and we can collaborate and um, create something that's really special and innovative because of all the different perspectives that are being brought forward. And that was another really exciting part about um, when I won in last June was the team. We had people from political science, business, computer science. Um, it, it just went on and on. So all of those different perspectives were really exciting. But um, also as a female founder, I know that it can be daunting sometimes um, when you're kind of maybe the only woman up there or you're not really sure of your idea. And so um, making sure that a lot of the women or diverse uh, people that are participating feel empowered and supported. And that's something that the cultivators done so, so well because they know the value of making sure everyone is welcome and supported here. I love that. That's awesome. And that's, yeah. that's one of the things I love most about being able to get people together again at events like this, because you can get a whole bunch of different minds into the room, people who might not look like you, might not think like you, to come up to unique, unique solutions to problems. Um, so from your experience, I guess, uh, what can you say for somebody who is feeling a little bit nervous about getting into the startup scene or the tech scene broadly? and mm -hmm. And, you know, from, from, from someone like you who's been through a little bit of it before, what kind of advice can you give to somebody like that? You're going to fail. <laughs> um, and then you need to know that that failure is not a reflection of your value as an individual. That could be a reflection of the circumstance you were in. And so, so many different factors go into a failure. So I think not accepting failure as being final is really important. And I've had some very embarrassing situations, you know, you're up on a stage with a mic in front of hundreds of people. And sometimes you don't always say what you think you're gonna say. And <laughs> so I think that being aware and open to the idea of failure and focusing on what's going to happen after you fail is going to be really important. 
Awesome. Yeah, no, being on stage in front of 100 <laughs> people. It almost sounds like being on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Be going out to hundreds of people. So, no, that sounds great. Um, so, yeah, you've been involved in this cultivator ecosystem. You, you told me earlier you work for uh, Ethical Digital, which is another company in kind of the broader Saskatchewan tech ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your experience in like Saskatchewan tech and, and being in this prairie environment um, and what it's like kind of working in this scene and seeing the other companies kind of learn and grow together. Of course. So being involved in the 24-hour startup really did introduce me to the tech world. And it's an only a 24-hour commitment. And so that was a really excellent way to get involved because if you don't like it after that 24 hours, you don't have to start. But after my two 24 hours, I was like, I might be crazy, but I love this. And so that made me really excited to keep getting involved, which is how I ended up working at Ethical Digital. I've also had a lot of other opportunities in business. And so it'd be a little bit safer, a little bit more secure. My parents would probably feel better if I would have taken that government job. But um, I just have so much passion for the tech ecosystem in Saskatchewan. And I don't want to come off as sounding like I have a big ego or anything, but I could have gone anywhere in the world and I've chosen to stay here in Saskatchewan because of the tech ecosystem here. We have leaders that are a phone call away. We have some of the best um, communicative VCs that I've heard of. And so there's so much opportunity here. And especially with my startup produce, um, being at this heart and center of agriculture technology, um, some of the best products in the world are being made here. And so there's so much room for growth. And so um, specifically Saskatchewan tech ecosystem has been accessible and welcoming and um, going back to those failures, they're going to also help you stand back up after you fail. And so I love it here. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we, we love that you stuck around to, to be a part of the Saskatchewan tech ecosystem. And thanks for joining us on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Okay, by now we've chatted with some pretty amazing folks, but now we get to chat with current participants to hear about their experience, what they'll be pitching at the event live tonight, and why participating at 24 Hour Startup is amazing for the ecosystem and for personal growth. First up is Zakia. She's a graduate at the University of Regina, a current staff member at ISM, and an aspiring entrepreneur. All right, we are here with Zakia at the 24-hour startup here at Cultivator HQ. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we're here at the 24-hour startup event. Um, First, tell me a little bit about yourself and what brought you here today. So I am a recent graduate from the University of Regina with a BS in Computer Science and a Certificate in Economics. I am a current ISMer. I work at ISM Canada as an ITSM business analyst. So I'm more like the facilitator between the tech people and the stakeholders. Um, this is actually my second time at the 24-hour startup challenge. Last year, we were the winner for the AgTech 24-hour startup with our product name Produce. And I really loved the experience because it was not only fun, but I had like holistic development in terms of team building, team leading, and just had a fun time with everyone, right? So why not do it again this time? And uh, I'm even more happy to be here because I grew my skills even more this time. That's awesome. That's great to hear. So 
uh, coming back for the second time, tell me a little bit about like, what did you take from your first time being here and then your, your work experience with ISM as well and, and take those learnings into this, this next go at it. Tell me a little bit about what you've learned between then and now. Yeah, last year when I came in, I was a student, right? So you have a very different perspective, very creative mind, lots of ideas and everything. When you go through the job market, you do know that yes, creative ideas are great, but there are always constraints like budget constraints, resources constraints before implementing it. So this time when I came back, I had all those things in mind while going forth with the idea. So innovation yes but something not too crazy that it limits the potential within 24 hours definitely the idea is scalable and everything so we had those skills that i had in my professional job really helped me to think down to the point concise and get that minimal viable product as it is to the judges awesome so scalable innovative but doable yes um yeah that's great so uh, you're here today working on this new idea. We're, we're about to hear the pitches um, to, to finish off the event. Give me a little bit of a teaser. Give me the elevator pitch on uh, what you've been working on for the last 24 hours. Definitely. So the name is Enroll Easy where it should not be hard to enroll into university. So as the name suggests, as students, you have a lot of challenges making your post-secondary decisions, right? Whether it's timeless, time can time spent into browsing different websites or you're going through agents you do not have accurate information reliable information on the other hand university they have a hard time tapping new market or they are competing for a limited pool of students so our platform will bridge that between them and bring them together where it would act as a search tool comparison tool and a platform to connect while trying to eliminate all those middlemen and help smooth that transition and bring those students to their universities easier and in a faster way. That's great, making life easier for students. And what a be- what a great place to work on something like that too, where there's a whole bunch of other students in the room, and you have some some potential early adopters right in front of you. That's great. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been great having you on the show, and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. It was great to be here. Good luck in the pitches. Our final guest at the 24-Hour Startup and here today on this episode is Jordan. He grew up in a small town, Kenora, Saskatchewan, and is a current participant in the Pilot Skills Egg Tech Workshop. You'll see that that makes the perfect combination for their team's Egg Tech MVP. Jordan shares his insights to the event, tips for working best with the team, and teases the pitch that they'll be presenting at the finale tonight. Hey, we are live here with Jordan, a participant in the 24-Hour Startup event here at Cultivator. Jordan, thanks for joining us on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks. So before we get into the stuff you've been working on today, just tell me a little bit about yourself, who you, who you are, and uh, what brought you here today. My name is Jordan Lazaroff. I actually, I come from a small town, Kenora, Saskatchewan. I grew up on a farm, and I am part of the Ag Tech pilot course. And they are the ones that introduced me to the 24-hour startup program. And so that's where I got into this from. Fantastic. So working on ag tech solutions then. Got farming background. That's got to help a lot. You got that sector expertise. So tell us a little bit more. Uh, We're getting into the pitches right away, but give us a bit of a teaser. Give us the elevator pitch about what you guys have been working on for the last 24 hours. The idea was um, uh, kind of inspired by the drought that ran through uh, Canada just a couple of years ago. 
Um, a lot of farmers were in, in desperate need for hay. And the only like platforms that currently exist to buy and sell hay on are just basic social media sites and marketing sites. So like your, your Facebook marketplace, Kijiji, like those are the main that people can market stuff on for hay. But of course they are diverse and you get a lot of other garbage in there that you're not really looking for. So I propose the idea of making a website that is solely dedicated to buying and selling hay in Canada. So then that way there's a, there's a single spot for everybody to go to that for their hay needs, if they need to feed their cattle or put down bedding for their cattle, this is the place that they would go to, to find those things. Awesome. So the hay marketplace of Canada. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm curious then. So the target is obviously Canada first, hay. Um, but the world's a big place. Mm. Uh, there's lots of different farmers. How can an idea like this kind of scale beyond our borders and into other regions? There are a lot of complications that come into play, especially if we start like going across seas. Let's face it, there's a lot that has to be considered when you're doing like border customs and like quality control, right? So like shipping into the US is a lot more possible, but across seas makes things a lot a lot more difficult because of, you know, transportation of, of uh, hay, especially. Um, uh, you have to consider a lot of the humidity and, and stuff like that of the containers that they're being shipped in. So that makes things more complicated. Sounds like a list of great startup problems that you'll yeah. encounter along the way. That's startup life. Um, so uh, you've been at 24-hour startup. We're about to get into the pitches here. Mm. Uh, tell me about your experience at the event and, and what you've learned kind of in the last 24 hours. My experience was you don't necessarily need to be confident in your idea or your skill or your uh, skills to develop the idea as long as you have a team around you that can help you through the process. Mm -hmm. So I, I came into this event, um, I had an idea and I was reluctant to pitch it, but I ended up pitching it anyway. And out of the 20 ideas that there were, Mine was one of the ones that were picked to be taken further. And so uh, I didn't have experience uh, programming a website or an app. Thankfully, like the members of my team that came together, they were super supportive and some of them had experience in doing that and everybody was willing to help like pitch in and, and develop this right there. So honestly, if you have an idea and you can get a couple people interested in it, you can take it a long ways. That's great. Yeah. So that's the best thing about getting people together at events like this mm -hmm. is you have people meeting people they never would have met before, working on cool things, solving problems that you can't solve on your own. That's great. Well, thanks, Jordan, so much for joining us on the podcast. And we're really excited to hear you pitch soon. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Saskatchewan, helping grow the tech sector in our province and beyond. This special episode is brought to you by Cultivator and their 24-hour startup challenge. Our show is produced by me, Ariel Delorier, and our host, Mike Wolsfeld. Our theme music is from GG Riggs and Reactor Productions. Learn more about us and our guests at innovationsas.ca slash startupville. Follow us on Twitter at startupvillepod. And don't forget to review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us rise up the ranks. See you next time on Startupville.